due to the graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. You little fucking cunt. If you're my daughter, I'd fire your ass. He's gonna hug his dad like a queer. Five long years, I held the whole celestial gates up my ass. What the fuck are we talking about? This is free form. You know, man, it's like how it is, man. It's this nebulous thing. It's like, you know, it's like an experiment, this man. Is just... Dude just swallowed a gut full of pills. <laughs> His last words were, wow. Is she eating a hot dog? Is she eating a sausage? Is she eating a cucumber? She's not telling me to shut my mouth because she knows I'm fucking speaking the truth. I speak truth to power, okay? When Weinstein was fucking those bitches in the chairs, I said, Hey, Harvey, fucking 20, 30 years, it's going to come back to bite you. <laughs> I want to get chocolate wasted. <laughs> fucking, ah! Existential horror! I'm not safe in this fucking car! Take the black, you take the white, you take the fat, you take the dyke, and what do you got? <laughs> Don't be a stranger. It's just a coincidence that you were talking about the Jack and Triumph show, and I'm here. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Hey man, this is Kevin Smith, guy makes all those unlistenable podcasts over at Smodcast.com, and you're listening to the two strangers one podcast. This is podcasting. You're listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app for Android devices. Please visit Two Strangers One Podcast.net. And now, here's Chris Cologne and Austin Shooty. Hello and welcome to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Austin. And I think I saw a glitch in the Matrix. Yeah, you saw you saw a car. Meow, it shook its head. <laughs> the car, the car meowed. Then you saw that same car again, and it meowed and shook its head again. Well, no, seriously, like, and it's the same car that I no, no, I'm sorry. One of them was a Buick, but the same car that you're driving right now, we were behind. Then I saw a, a car that looked similar to it cross us on the uh, at the intersection. So I thought maybe it was a different brand, though. Yeah, it's we're fine. The agents aren't going to get us. <laughs> and they might, they might still. They're wily. So I forgot my ID, and at work. We have a temporary ID that you carry around that says, ask me about where my badge is. Fucking bright red and shames you. And ends on a preposition. Oh, fuck. Ask me where my badge is. You know what, man? We should fucking, we should bring that up. I get a raise. We might hire you off that alone. Be like, you know, he, he found a fucking glaring grammatical error in our, our temporary batch. We should probably make this dude full time. So it's not bad enough that at work I have to deal with the where's your badge? Where's your badge? Man? Where your badge is? Where, where, where your badge is? <laughs> then we had to go to then we go to fucking Burger King for lunch. Then the fucking bitch behind the counter wants to give me fucking shit. <laughs> like, hey, where's your badge? Like, where's you don't even fucking work with me. Who the you know, fuck are you? You know how many times a week I have to listen to that shit? Too many because I keep forgetting my fucking badge. 
don't need you reminding me of my failings, okay? Let me speak to your fucking manager. <laughs> manager comes out, he's fucking wearing a badge, says, that's where my badge is. <laughs> see, see, he fucking gets it. This guy gets it. This, this, you feel my pain, right, buddy? buddy? You're making fun of his fucking badge? You little fucking cunt. If you're my daughter, I'd fire your ass. You little fucking whore, just like your mother. Jesus Christ. You fucking walked into something crazy at Burger King, man. <laughs> Dude, we just fucking ripped the fucking bandit over that one. <laughs> that, that, that would almost be as trashy as that McDonald's we went to. <laughs> the fucking girl's on break and her boyfriend comes in and just starts fucking hitting her. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, that was some weird fucking uh, piece of shit. <laughs> I'm like, should we fucking step in? Like, well, I kind of want to just eat my big man. And she's hitting them back. She's good. She can take care of herself. <laughs> She's got a handle on this. Yeah, you motherfucker. And I'm like, do you not see that there's people here trying to enjoy their meal? Are you cursing out your boyfriend? <laughs> fucking crazy, man. And then like five minutes later, you know, they're, like, they're fucking getting into it. Like, he's grabbing her face and shit and throwing her phone. And like five minutes later, he's like, I'm not mad at you anymore. You so what? crazy. What the fuck? <laughs> Jesus. Stockholm Syndrome. But, like, from which one? <laughs> it's sort of a codependent Stockholm Syndrome. I feel like they just kind of both fucking deserve each other at a certain point. They're these uh, dude bros. Well, there was a guy I used to work with who was a dude bro. Oh. And his thing was, let's go hogging. Oh, fucking and, yeah. and hogging was, you know, for those who don't know, and this is going to get not offensive, but it is pretty fucked up. Basically, for, for, for your own edification, I always knew it as sniping. Oh, okay. So that, that that's that's the only reason I didn't understand earlier what you meant is because I'd always called it sniping. So anyway, go on. Yeah, so hogging is basically going out to a bar and picking up, like, the biggest girl you can find. Which, I, if I'm not mistaken, for those for our constant listener... Uh, Tommy B? <laughs> ...was from the... Uh, I believe it was that the same guy that was the, the weightlifter... <laughs> Oddly enough, we would eat all the egg whites and not the egg yolks. Work. <laughs> Go back to the to the good episodes. <laughs> and he'd say, you know, you want to go hogging? And I, I, at first, and like he was a bit of a country guy, so I thought like like what wrestle with fucking hogs, wrestle we, with pigs. We have to fuck a pig on live TV before four o'clock, or they're gonna kill the princess. <laughs> black Mister Black uh, Mirror spoiler alert. You know, for the first fucking episode, get on that shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, most people talk about it. I guess you got to come up with something shocking in the beginning to kind of keep people hooked. Yeah. But so I, then he goes, and I'm like, hogging? Like, what? Like, we're, we're wrestling a pig or something like that? And he's like, oh, sort of. Well, hold on, real quick. Welcome back, those of you who stopped this to watch that Black Mirror episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go on. And he, was, and he was like, sort of. I'm like, what are you talking You know, you go to a bar, and you, you know, you just look for the biggest girl there, and you take her home. You know, it's like, you know, I guess like you would say, like, it was sure, it was sure, it was sure, it's an easy thing. Yeah. You know? And like, I feel like the game of it is like, yeah. I'm gonna fucking take this girl home, make her night, and then never fucking call her again. But like, yeah, it's, it's kind of good for her though, because you're a dick. You're, yeah, you're a toxic fucking asshole. So really, you're just giving her a fun night, and then she doesn't have to deal with you. Yeah. So I was thinking, like, there's these like dude bros that are that are in their mind pulling pranks, right? But are also kind of doing charitable things. Yeah. Like, dude, we're gonna we're gonna take this like whole fucking uh, bucket, uh, this whole family size uh, KFC meal, yeah. and we're gonna knock on this underprivileged family's door, and then. Run away when they <laughs> run away after. Yeah. yeah, they're gonna come to the door and fucking like, oh, there's food here. They're gonna have to fucking steal it from their from their porch. <laughs> oh yeah, 
It's not even their food, assholes. This fucking queer kid at my school whose dad's in Iraq, and I arranged for him to fucking come home on leave and surprise him at school. We'll make this little faggot cry in the hallway in front of everyone. <laughs> He'll hug his dad like a queer. <laughs> Once again, he's a cactus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, look, there's a homeless guy. Hey, homeless guy, you dropped this $20 bill on the floor, homeless guy. Yeah, he's a fucking asshole. It's not even his $20. Dollar bill, <laughs> fucking dick. <laughs> look, look at him pick it up. Look at him pick it up. <laughs> you know, some guy forgot his dog in a bag outside of a kill shelter. I'm gonna fucking steal it and fucking show him not to be forgetful. I'm gonna fucking raise that dog, and he's not even gonna know. He's not even gonna know that I have him. He's gonna be so fucking sad because he doesn't asshole. have his dog anymore. <laughs> what? Watch, I'm gonna feed this dog. Watch, watch, watch me feed him. Why don't you play? Why don't you play fetch with this dog, man? <laughs> fucking dick doesn't even know what he's missing, man. There was a fucking post I saw, which like feels like it's in this vein, but it is like a fucking dick move. Like, um, I was like, some some guy called my kid a pussy, so I went to his uh, kid's daycare and taught his cow to ride a bike. Can't can't get that back. <laughs> How do you like that? I'm gonna teach your kids things. Yeah. <laughs> that there is like fucking you're stealing memories from the guy. It's like, oh yeah, remember when you taught your cat ride bike? No, no, fucking Chad did it. <laughs> fucking body trained that little fucker. Yeah. There goes your precious memories, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> and I had a feeling we had one other thing before lunch. God fucking damn it, Kevin! You you, you taught my kid on a walk while I was at work. <laughs> Boom. Kickstarted his kidney failure t- surgery. <laughs> what? And kickstarted payment for his kidney surgery. <laughs> uh, it's like how uh, inadequate you are. I was just gonna say, like, I don't think the fucking medical term is kidney failure surgery. <laughs> <laughs> sort of the reverse. What we're gonna do is we're gonna stab this kid in his kidneys. <laughs> we're just gonna bring this guy in for diabetes repair. <laughs> It's coming for a tune-up, you know? <laughs> An oil change. You mean dialysis? <laughs> um, I got the bill from your dentist office. It just says mouth poppies. Oh, yeah, that's when we pulled your teeth. Yeah, why'd you call it mouth poppies? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Obama. <laughs> now, uh, we made a lot of progress with the mouth poppies initiative. Uh... We've changed just about every medical expenditure into a Dr. Seussian thing. Dude, I totally paid for his mouth poppies. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dick. That sounds a lot dirtier. Do I go hogging, man? I bet I can get this bitch to take some mouth poppies. Isn't that rape at that point? <laughs> that depends on what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> I, honestly, I kind of lost the thread of this certain point there. What? One of the mouth poppies in this? <laughs> when they pull your teeth out. Alright. <laughs> Not mouth poppers. Yeah. That's a whole other different analogy. And like, yeah, we definitely had one more thing we wanted to get to and just fucking... <laughs> I know you said that like five minutes ago, but then we kept rolling with it the mouth poppies. It had to do with uh, right. Trump? Something about going in something about going in Christopher Walken's ass? Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, 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 have it. Okay, why is it it's a highway to hell? Yeah. But it's a stairway to heaven. Yes. You would think, you know, how Jesus how, Christ, you just died. You lived a good life. You've yeah. done good things. You gave to charities. You, you donated all the poppies you could. Now you gotta fucking walk. Now you gotta <laughs> climb this fucking stairway. Yeah. yeah, you get wings. Yeah, when you get to the fucking top of the stairs, you know, you don't need them then. There's all clouds up there. 
How did heaven get up Christopher Walken's ass? <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember where the fuck that discussion went? Because uh, you said you believe uh, heaven's near to earth or something like that? What was that? There's a song about... Was, um, heaven isn't too far away. Heaven is t- isn't too far away. Yeah. So I said, mm. I think, you know, if you're climbing to... If you're going to ha- climb the stairway to heaven, mm. heaven is, you know, if you know what that's worth... Heaven is a place Heaven is just earth. a place on earth. Yeah. And then, because Falken started singing, <laughs> do you know what that's worth? Heaven's a place on Earth. It's my ass. <laughs> Five long years, I held the whole celestial gates up my ass. Now, little man, I offer I to give, you. I give paradise to you. <laughs> Abandon hope, all ye Renza. No, not anymore. Walkins Inferno. <laughs> <laughs> this is the jejunium. This is where the unbaptized babies go. <laughs> yeah. These are these are adulterers. They're right in the coccyx. <laughs> those unbaptized babies right behind my eyes. <laughs> right before the small intestine, I have three polyps, which I call the three heads of Satan. Anytime I have corn products, it gets stuck in there, and I'm not right for a week. <laughs> All those souls are giving me colitis. <laughs> <laughs> Christopher Colitis discovered the asshole. <laughs> In 1492, Colitis grew inside of you. This is, this what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> this is free form. You know, man, it's like how it is, man. It's this nebulous thing. It's, you know, it's like an experiment, This man. is just Christopher Walken <laughs> asshole slam poetry. And I don't mean asshole as a mean person. <laughs> about his literal sphincter. <laughs> it's just slam poetry about Christopher Walken's asshole and Dante's Inferno. It's going to be great when I have to do the episode arc. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Chris Walken's asshole. Chris Walken's asshole. Let's all go inside. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wowie wow. wow. St. Peter's gotten my ass. <laughs> have you been a good boy? Somebody posted a... This is a little off topic. Someone posted a fucking treat. Uh, treat. Mm, yeah, it was a treat. For Yum. A, a tweet from Owen Wilson. <laughs> it was just him saying... I like, only said wow like a few times. <laughs> Swallowed a gut full of pills. <laughs> His last words were, Wow. He's <laughs> so Walken's asshole. Except they went back to the mortal coil. <laughs> Luke Wilson about said, He's like, No, no, Luke, stay away from the asshole. And was like, Why'd you call me Luke? <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> we can wow. fix that in post. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that was a curb or a snow pile. <laughs> or a baby. But I'm, I'm still horny. <laughs> Anyway. Owen Wilson's in my ass. Leave, Owen Wilson. You have work to do on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this uh, asshole heaven or hell? <laughs> At this point, it's still heaven. It's still the five years it was up his ass is heaven. Alright. You have much work to do. <laughs> Those five years were like 01 to 06. <laughs> you gotta save the babies. 
<laughs> and Molly and me. <laughs> wow. I mean, I, I would like to get home at some point tonight. If you want to just leave that rolling and keep it going when you get in, that's fine, man. <laughs> Shanghai Nights. Shanghai my ass. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of Owen Wilson movies. Right, but like there weren't even puns. <laughs> Shanghai Noon. He just referenced the movie briefly and then said my ass. <laughs> Shanghai Noon, my ass. Shanghai Moon. <laughs> Shanghai Moon, Shanghai Noon. Yeah. You get some yes. Shang- Shanghai Moon, that's a butt joke. <laughs> I'm trying to think of... Oh, they're Owen Wilson movies. All right, no, I'll leave you. All right, and we're back. We're back, you fucking pussies. Sorry, that was rude. <laughs> it's uh, been kind of a kind of a crazy night tonight, huh? Yeah. I think for our constant listeners, yeah. uh, we should probably say that you know the coworker that we mentioned, the the tall, fat, racist, the, the tall drink of annoying, who looks who looks like yeah. Kevin from The Office. Yeah. Um, so uh, we'll talk about we'll call him shit sack. We'll talk I think, about the fucked up thing he did, and then we'll talk about how I weaponized him today. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, well, I think for the, for future reference, yeah. constant listener, we'll, we'll be referring to him to, as shit sack, yeah. because he is a tall sack of shit. Yes, he is. <laughs> Alright, so I guess it's your story, so uh, I'll let okay. you tell it. Alright, so fucking... Th- th- this is privileged information, so I won't use names, but... Motherfuckers that get paid a lot at our job are dropping like flies due to some restructuring. Oh, yeah, yeah, at our job, yeah. Right now, like, uh, a person that had 20 years, almost, or damn near 20 years on the job... I'm not going to give you specifics, and I I don't know them. Yeah, but, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, I was under the impression they've been with the company for, like, 20 years. For quite a fucking while, They're 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 gone. They're just like, you know what, you know that person who... Who very likely did a halfway decent job, mm-hmm. and and was part of the company since before the company was the company. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they're gone now. Yep. Fuck them. See you later, alligator. After a while, a crocodile. Don't forget to write, as Blaine would put it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I'm fucking. I'm like low man on a totem pole, so I'm like way fucking. Uh, you know, it, it looks like they're shooting for the penthouse though. So yeah, they yeah because we've lost three. We lost like three. And now the, the piece de resistance, the hilarious shit that we need to talk about shit sack doing. Oh, okay. So, he says, yeah, I'd heard um, some uh, guy in compliance, the, or- the Oriental guy, uh, got let go too. And I, he just, he says shit like that all the time. The Oriental and, guy. And, li- and like, you know, it's really no big deal, but I just like calling him out on shit that's technically... You know, not the preferred term and shit. So I'm like, hey, just so you know, man, the, the term is Asian American. He's like, oh, whatever. I'm like, hey, just, you know, stay woke. He's like, was that his name? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I got pissed off because that's the funniest fucking thing I'm going to hear all week. And he didn't even mean it. Yes, shit stack. Stay woke was his name. <laughs> right. So, like, it's only h- fucking hilarious because of how goddamn cartoonishly racist he is. If he meant it as a joke, it wouldn't have been funny. It would have just been offensive. But because he was accidentally being offensive, it was the funniest fucking yeah. thing. Hey, stay woke. Was that his name? <laughs> fucking goddamn it. He, he, yeah, he's not clever enough for that to be a joke. That is goddamn comedy gold. <laughs> and it was a complete accident. That That is coming my butt times ten. <laughs> for, for those of you who know the context of that. You know, those of you who don't, Oh. Fuck off! Listen to our backlogs. I'm not rehashing. <laughs> Go back a couple episodes. Yeah. But yeah, it's like you know, I you know, I try to write and I try to write funny stuff, 
And like, if I had my had I had my character say, "Oh, that Oriental person," and got corrected and said, "No, you mean Asian American." Stay woke. Oh, was that his name? Yeah. I, like, I, I would say no. There's no there's no person alive that that's that's, right. that's fucking stupid. Right. <laughs> and, in a cartoon, that tests your suspension of disbelief. Suspension of disbelief. Suspension of disbelief. How much you've suspended your disbelief. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking goddamn grammar. <laughs> Too far out of college, man. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. recently, yeah. you were telling me, and, and I guess, I don't know, uh, spoilers, if you want to say, for Get Out? Oh, uh, which yeah. I have, so, which spoilers I have, for this movie that came out a fucking year ago. A year ago and just won the Oscar for Best Screenplay? So, get out to a red box and fucking watch this movie. Or buy it fucking outright. And now, with today technically being Tarantino Tuesdays, because we kind of fucked it up the past couple of weeks, we had Tarantino oh, Woosdays and Tarantino Thursdays. Tarantino Tuesdays. <laughs> you, you know, you can still say the whole name of the day. <laughs> it doesn't need to rhyme with Tuesday. <laughs> oh, yeah, Tarantino Wednesdays. <laughs> you already changed the first letter of Tarantino <laughs> to make it fit. You, you don't need to make it rhyme with Tuesday. <laughs> um, it's like... I, I don't even have an analogy. <laughs> so I was thinking, what would Quentin Tarantino... All right, so I'll let you choose. Quentin Tarantino either gives us his review mm. of Get Out, right. or, because you would know this more than I would, I know yeah. Quentin Tarantino, he's won a couple of Oscars, right? He's had at least one one. He, let's see, he got Best, best Picture for Pulp Fiction, mm-hmm. and... Every time Christoph Waltz has appeared in a Tarantino movie, he's won a Best Supporting Actor. Oh, okay. I believe he got screenplay for Inglorious Bastards. Okay. But I could be wrong. And Christoph Waltz is going to fuck a robot in, a, <laughs> in Alita. But that's another, this is a whole other story. All right, so either Quentin... <laughs> oh, wait, wait, in a movie? God damn it. <laughs> yeah, Quentin Tarantino either gives us, gives us his review of yeah. Get Out, right. or... Quentin, Quentin Tarantino calls up Jordan Peele to welcome him into the Oscar club. Like a, like a, one director to another, or, or, or one, well, no, he, did he direct it? Yeah, he directed Jordan Peele directed he, 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 Yeah. So one, one director one, to one another. One writer-director to another welcomes Jordan Peele into the Oscar club? Yeah, so... so are you, are so, you going to be Jordan Peele for this? Um, well, I think it... Or, it, it do, I don't think what we hear on our side of the conversation, because yeah. I don't think Jordan Peele's going to get much... <laughs> okay, I'll be Jordan Peele as in, like, you know, I'll yeah. say hello, but that's I think that's where the Jordan right. Peele ends. All right, I need, I need just a, a moment to prepare, <laughs> if you don't mind. Um... <clears throat> Alright, you wanna know who the fucking man is, okay? That's a sex machine to all the chicks. Shaft. Hey, I, I'm damn right, alright? I know that I'm fucking right. You know that I'm right, Sally, right? Shut your yeah. mouth. See, fucking Sally's over there. She's not telling me to shut my mouth. She knows I'm fucking speaking the truth. I speak truth to power, okay? When Weinstein was fucking those bitches in the chairs, I said, hey, Harvey, fucking 20, 30 years, it's gonna come back to bite you. <laughs> I think I'm in character now. That could have been its own segment. <laughs> okay. So, I'm going to be Jordan Peele. My phone magically rings the day after the Oscars, or two yeah. days after the Oscars. And it says, Tarantino Quinton. Quint- Tarantino Quinton. He's already in my, he's already in my, my, my call already. Hello? Jordan. Jaybird. Hey, congratulations on the big win, man. Uh, how you feeling? Hey, uh, I'm feeling pretty good, you know. I mean, you know. Uh, all right, I don't mean to stop you there, okay? But let me just let me just get this out real quick. I just wanna, yeah, I don't have a lot of time, you know. I'm on the fucking plane. We're going over to France right now. We're shooting. Well, I can't really fucking tell you about it because Roman Polanski's involved. You know, big extradition laws and shit. Anyway, fucking dude, congratulations taking on the screenplay for Get Out. I watched that movie, dude. That's the that's the fucking movie I wish I would have thought to make 
right before Django, so people knew I had the fucking cred to make Django, okay? You know, I got Spike Lee coming out of one fucking ear, telling me I can't use the N-word, man, but, you know, Sam said, it's cool, you know, Quentin, you want to say nigger, it's just Tuesday for us, okay? Hey, sorry if that, sorry if I don't have that same fucking, that same cloud around you, we we cool? We cool, brother? Yeah, we're cool. Oh, cool, cool, cool. you know, it's just, you know, I I, I don't want to, I want to hurt you, man, I don't want to, you know... You know, make you upset. I'm uh, fucking coach shifting again. Like, oh, they, they told me not to coach shift. Anyway, uh, fucking great movie, dude. Uh, I, I really like you know all the subtext, all the super text. That's uh, that's when I just fucking look in the camera and tell you shit. That's that's what I call the super text. When I got Sam Jackson coming in saying you know fucking amyl nitrate film makes you really fucking horny and then catches on fire. Uh, that's super text. Anyway, you didn't have a lot of super text. You did a lot, a lot of show don't tell, and I, I fucking respect you for that, man. That shit with the Fruit Loops and the milk. I mean, I'm a serial fan myself. I never thought to use it to make like a fucking statement on segregation. Fucking years after, you know, like that was that was fucking inspired. And as an honorary black man, I just gotta say, like you, you really fucking told our story and gave it a real new twist. I, I want to say thank you, man. Thanks. Uh, thank you, Quentin. Um, so. uh... You have a good day. You have a good day now, okay? <laughs> oh shit! I, I down Foghorn Leghorn. I gotta say all this shit again. <laughs> Click. <laughs> that was Tarantino Tuesdays. Quentin, I'll say Quentin. No, thank you. Uh, th- thank you very much for liking my get out. <laughs> Fucking got this Southern lawyer slash picking any Jordan Peele. Well, I know. I was trying to do like a deep voice, but like you did like his Obama. I was trying to do a impression. weird Obama. Yeah, I was, I was kind of doing an Obama. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, Alright, so fucking fun fact about Get Out Because I, anytime I like a movie that I just finished uh-huh. I'll read the entire IMDB trivia page And then the entire uh, TV Tropes page for it uh-huh. So, fun fact about Get Out There's a scene early in the movie where they fucking hit a deer with the car And you hear the deer, like, fucking crying out in the trees Like, Aah! like real heart-wrenching shit uh-huh. And I'm thinking, like, God, man, they must have got, like, a fucking dead deer or a dying deer make this noise. Like, how, how'd, they, how'd they get that? And it's just fucking Jordan Peele making a deer noise. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's, think, just, you know, it's just Jordan Peele on a microphone just going, meh. <laughs> well, it's, he's sort of, you know, he's method. He's, he's, he has a lot of training, you know. He has just, a, a history in the improv and all uh, types of companies it, and it, so forth. So it's so just funny as shit that it's like... <laughs> Hey, what are we gonna do for the deer sound effect? Oh, I'm just gonna do it into the microphone. Yeah, fuck you. That's another paycheck. Right. <laughs> what? I'm gonna pay somebody else to fucking make a deer noise? No. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Seth MacFarlane that fucking thing. <laughs> I, I thought that was funny. It's like, what's his contribution? Deer noise. Also made the movie, but like, <laughs> where, where, you know, any direct, any, any modern director puts a little bit of himself in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. He, you know, even like. Kevin Smith shouting "Shut the fuck up" at the end of Red State. Yeah, but like, and that's one thing I gotta say about about like Key and Peele yeah. is a lot of their sketches were pretty cinematic. Like they oh, weren't, fuck yeah, they weren't filmed on like they they were filmed on like like single cam, like fucking on studio lots and shit. Yeah, you know, I mean, and you know, they did a send up of on they did a send up of. Uh, Le Miserable, right? Yes. You know? Oh, that was fucking good. Dude, Thomas Middleditch is the Monsieur Ternadier. That was, was beautiful. You know, going so, to... La- ladies, <laughs> men, at what, fucking whatever. Apparently, I'll take it where I can get it. You know, the, fir- <laughs> the very first episode, like, when they're talking about like, the whole bitch sketch, like, but you said bitch, though. Yeah. And then, like, they, they, go, take to it, they go to space. space. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. and, 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 it takes a certain kind of, like... Yeah. 
grand expanse, micro to macro, yeah. to fucking say, you know, where do we, where does this sketch naturally go? Uh, yeah. yeah, outer space. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, that and you know, and you know, I guess you know, without without getting offensive, the magical Negro sketch. Yes. You know, sort of like the bagger yeah, bands, they, like. Special effects, spectacular kind of bullshit. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, yeah, and it's funny, yeah. and it's socially relevant, yeah. and you know, it, it was just you know, because you know, the Dave Chappelle show. I don't be wrong, I love Dave Chappelle, and he was a groundbreaking guy. And like, yeah. I, if there wasn't, if Dave wasn't there, Key and Peele probably wouldn't have gotten their shot. This, this is gonna be a fucking parking bark, isn't it? Because oh. you're, you're you're on a soapbox. <laughs> I got shit to say too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm just saying this is, is that, that Dave Chappelle, like it, that looked like it was in a fucking soundstage. Like it looked like, yeah, you know. Yeah, like yeah, we got this little uh, you know little group, this little theater area. This Although little... I, I did like their um, uh, did you see the the lost episodes? Yeah, that they did with the the fucking the the time haters. Oh yeah, <laughs> they like that, that plantation looked good. Oh yeah, that, yeah. That, that like that looked like a root set. That was pretty good. Yeah, anyway, I mean, sorry. You know, I mean, and once again, that was like that was season two after yeah. they got a little bit of money. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know, when you're talking about like uh, you know Rick James and shit like that, all of that was like filmed in like. You know, in like a low rent fucking yeah. studio somewhere in yeah. Manhattan. <laughs> so uh, you know, I'm saying Key and Peel, like their stuff always looked cinematic, yeah. and so they got a lot of training on yeah. their show. And you know, now it's time for to make movies. It's fucking is pulling their fucking is pulling this cinematic dick out and saying, here it is. And and Jordan Peel wanting to make Twilight Zone, mm-hmm. fucking absolutely. Mm-hmm. That you know, not not just because Get Out, but like he. There, there's that cinematic quality. Like everything is well made on Key and Peele, uh-huh. and e- even when a joke falls flat, mm-hmm. it was still fucking well made, and the story makes sense. And they're able to, you know, just in five minutes, you gave us a beginning, middle, and end for something. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't doubt he can handle anthology where you don't have the time to like set shit up. And uh, just reading today, he's doing a Cthulhu. No, excuse uh, me, Lovecraft Country. Lovecraft Country. That's gonna be where fucking you know, a guy's looking for his father yeah. with his with a female friend and his uncle. Mm-hmm. But it's set in the fifties, Jim Crow, fucking Southern mm-hmm. states, and 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 oh yeah, and by the way, elder gods and and fucking yeah. interdimensional beasts <laughs> are gonna be in it also. Asterisk, yeah. <laughs> oh, BT dubs. <laughs> so, uh, anything else before we uh, cut off? I mean, like. I wanted to get into Get Out proper uh-huh. as far as, like, you know, here, here's my review, my thoughts, my fucking musings and noticings and my white guilt and, the, you know, maybe not my white guilt. <laughs> um, but that's, that's like a whole, that's a whole ride. That's so a whole ride. Let, so we'll, we'll maybe we'll, next, we'll save uh, that. for you guys, yeah. just another minute or so. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> Two Strangers, One Podcast will return right now. After these messages, so we'll oh, be right oh, messages? back. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck this. No! Before I get into this argument, we'll be back with more Dick and Fart jokes. This episode of Two Strangers, One Podcast is brought to you by Comics Etc. 1115 East Main and North Goodman at the Hungerford Building, door number 8. Find out more information at comicsetc.biz or like them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash comicsetc1. Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Huh, Nick 
It's a dead issue, man. Don't don't push it. Cinema Psyops is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this. No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, prudes. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in you. It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could get out of it. It's unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this movie. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you shouldn't be. I'm not entirely sure even 17-year-olds should be watching this movie. Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything that kept little history doll yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you you know, couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped watching this shit at 12 years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was. How did be you watch movie. this shit at 12? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Psyops. Click and hit, enhancing the experience for all recreational smokers. Click and Hit is a one-handed portable vaporizer. This smoking pipe has a compact four-stage design, complete with a built-in, windproof, butane-refillable torch lighter. The large burn chamber holds your stash of legal herb or pipe tobacco. Click the button to ignite and inhale as usual. When you are done, put it back in your pocket for later. Smoke anytime with the touch of a button. No more carrying around grinders and tins. You can leave the pipe, rolling papers, and even your lighter at home. The Click and Hit cordless vaporizer is no bigger than a normal cigar, making it the world's smallest and most discreet vaporizer. It's perfect for use in small places or shared rooms. It's efficient, getting five to eight drawers from your packed chamber. It's affordable at just $19.95 each. Buy three and the shipping is free. Buy four and you get the fifth one free. Visit www.click-the-letter-n-hit.com. That's clickandhit.com. And now for listeners of Two Strangers, One Podcast, you can use promo code STRANGERS and receive 10% off your purchase at clickandhit.com. That's promo code STRANGERS for 10% off your purchase. And we're back. Oh, Oh, yeah. It's weird, because you just picked me up. It's it's snowing. Well, we're not snowing. I mean, we had a big snow last Saturday. That's Friday or Thursday. And there was a cat. That I remember from before the snow, like a homeless cat, that I just saw on my porch. And I don't know where the hell that cat's been during all this crazy snow. But he definitely looks worse for the wear. And he's like, meow. <laughs> as soon as they opened my door to my porch. That was kind of creepy. So I know you wanted to get into your, your get out review. Yeah. Did you have anything else? I do. I do all have right. some house cleaning. I just want to get out of the way. Right. Okay. Uh, remember how you thought Cloris Leachman was in the uh, Golden Girls? Yeah. I, I mean... I'm aware that she wasn't, but it's just, it, I lump her together with... Um, a bunch of old ladies in Hollywood. B. Arthur and Betty Wolf, but anyway. I have a feeling that you're a fan of the facts of life. And towards... I, mean, that's what I don't know shit about the facts of life. <laughs> well, uh, one time I was kind of, I said, I said like a line from the, uh, from the opening theme song, and you kind of continued with like... Everyone knows that. <laughs> you take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have facts of life. No, yeah. it's you take the black, you take the white, you take the fat, you take the dyke, and what do you got? <laughs> the facts of life. <laughs> when I said dyke, your eyes just opened up. That's okay. That's that's. I don't think that's. <laughs> I don't think that's how it goes. Now, again, that's the Netflix I'm reboot. A, I'm not. A, I'm not a fan, but I'm pretty sure that's not how it goes. 
<laughs> so, uh, <laughs> okay, so, so that was that. Just so once again, whoa. <laughs> that was his name, right? Okay, uh, as for Tarantino Tuesdays, yeah. I think I asked you once if you wanted to do. Uh, Quentin Tarantino orders from the drive-through, all right. and you had mentioned. I felt like we'd done that already. It was when but. Quentin Tarantino's uh, talking about his car mm. and his car issues, and how he goes through the drive-through, all right, all right, all right. and that the person from the drive-through can't hear because his car is making so much all noise. Right. So, using the mechanic as a framing device, we did cover the drive-through. <laughs> yeah, the drive-through was good. Yeah. Quentin Tarantino did at one yeah. point go into the drive-through yeah. in our that, that's canon <laughs> in our universe. <laughs> That's canon in our our particular Tarantino verse. So I was getting updates this morning from Tommy B. Uh-huh. As he listened to the episode, how's, how's he feel about pineapple? We have he had, I I haven't checked my phone recently, mm-hmm. like for the past hour, but um, but he did mention that he hates onions. Huh. So he hates onions. You hate pickles. I enjoy onions, and he enjoys pickles. I mean, yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. You hate pickles. He yeah. hates onions. Well, well, no, no, I'm just like saying it. It's weird we got a flip-flop there, because I like onions and he likes pickles, oh. and we each hate the other. And I hate olives. Just just throwing that out there. That's that's mm. my contribution. I, I'm hoping that Tommy B and I can come to terms with each other and both agree that we like olives here. <laughs> well, <laughs> neither one of you is invited to my barbecue, goddammit. Uh, well, good, because I don't want to go to a fucking barbecue with olives. <laughs> so, if, if that's what you're worried about, that's the problem. And, uh... I had put out uh, a, a link yesterday about uh, for people to check out the Fat Chris yeah. segment yeah. of the last episode, of which your mom responded. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's less about me making a bunch of fat jokes at your expense, and more my, my little joke about, oh yeah, Michael was the guy that talked my mom out of an abortion. <laughs> now that being said, just... That, that just, being the lead-in. Yeah. That being said, let me yeah. add my own little uh, story yeah. about... now. About talking your mom out of an abortion. Well, no, well, <laughs> my mom, now I have an older brother, uh, and my <laughs> older brother was the junior. My dad's name, you know, my brother is the junior of my dad. Yep. According to my mom, mm-hmm. that was it. My dad was more than happy with just having that one son with his name and calling it a day. And he's he's expressed that your whole life. <laughs> <laughs> he's made that abundantly clear. <laughs> And my mom, at the time, or whatever, had had an IUD. Which is weird, because my mom is, like, super, like, Catholic and super religious. Well, they're in a little cross-shaped. <laughs> but she did, she had, she, uh, this, now this is a story my mom told me. She had an IUD, but my mom wanted another kid. And didn't tell my dad that she took out the IUD. <laughs> so, like, I was the surprise baby. You were the deception baby. I was the deception baby. I was like, you know, he didn't want me. I suggest there was some sort of a playful relationship there. You were the, you were the fucking flat out misinformation baby. Oh, by the way, so and so at least in some weird kind of you know balance of the universe sort of deal, you know, you almost weren't here. I almost wasn't here, but we're here. Deal with it. Uh, get out, it's about a guy who starts dating a white, a black guy who starts dating a white girl. I, I went into it only knowing really that much. It's a black guy is dating a white girl, goes home to meet her parents, 
and something's ra- racially charged, bad, suspenseful things happen. <laughs> and it could have easily been, hey, we don't like your kind here, and we're gonna saw you. Not like go at him with a saw, but like do saw things to him and have him trapped in this house and tortured and you know terrible shit or. You know, something bad happens and he gets blamed, and the cops show up and they're like, "Well, it must have been the black guy." It could have easily been that, but it became this like weird. It's, it's was it like speculative thriller, and god damn this motherfucker with the blue truck. He yeah. always does this shit every yeah, fucking the time. Ram. The big ram and Ugh. probably a tiny penis. But uh, so I had someone had oversized s- clip. <laughs> someone had somewhat spoiled uh, the movie for me, saying that. Anyway, spoilers. Yeah. Uh, the the white people were putting themselves in the black person's body. Now I thought it was supposed to be some sort of weird, uh, you know, cultural appropriation. Like we're going to show how woke we are. Right. <laughs> we're going to stay woke. And I, I, I'm so woke. I'm black now. <laughs> and that um, yeah, you know, we're going to alter carbon ourselves into this black body. Where like we're going to live as black people because so we can witness the struggle firsthand. Sort of a yeah, deal. It's. it's it's exactly the opposite. There, you know, and it is cultural appropriation in a more severe way, where you know, cultural appropriation. You wear a dashiki because you think it looks cool, but you don't give a fuck what the dashiki means. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> in this, it's old rich white people. Sorry, old, old rich affluent white people. I should say because mm-hmm. that's an important qualifier for them. Um, put their brains into black bodies because they believe rate. <clears throat> They believe racists. They, they racistly believe that black people are inherently stronger, more athletically capable, more sexually virile, just but you know better physical specimens than white people. But they believe white people are smarter, mm-hmm. so they're trying you know turning themselves into immortal super beings by just kind of mind hopping between bodies. And that, that's you know the ultimate cultural appropriation is you're taking what you think is cool about a black person's body and literally throwing away. You know, cult, culture and struggle and everything else because you're a rich white motherfucker with a you know perfectly healthy young black body. Now. And so, like, and you had put the you had you, you mentioned the scene where the guy goes to do a fist bump. The the, the main character yes, and, and, and that goes really, to meet one of the brainwashed yeah. or, or brain removed black guys. Yeah. He goes to do a fist bump, yeah, and the guy shakes the fist like <laughs> he's shaking someone's hand because <laughs> <clears throat> it's they they don't give a fuck about. Culture, the, the or culture. Like that. It's it's just oh, black people are stronger than me. I want to be strong, and that's but the guy who started that. I'll call it a cult. Mm-hmm. The person who started that cult lost the Olympic qualifiers to a black man, and in in, in, <clears throat> in running and cross country yeah, yeah, or well, running. What was the dude's name? Well, no, no. Well, no, well, because I was like, I don't know if this is supposed to do. Like, yeah. it had to do with the 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 Olympics during World War Two, where Jesse Owens. A black athlete that sounds right. Beat beat uh, the the German, uh, and I believe it might it might have even been either it was in Germany or like Hitler was there, mm. and then like they have like the award ceremony and like Hitler's in the background while they're putting mm. uh, a yeah. gold medal on a black athlete, and yeah. it's sort of like you know you're here talking about the master race, yeah. and here's a guy who obviously fucking yeah. put your team to shame. Yeah. I, and I'm, I'm pretty sure it's it's that runner that oh, okay. he lost the the qualifier to. Oh, okay. So the um, guy that lost to Jesse yeah. Owens. <clears throat> so yeah, he, he ends up putting his body in a, a, a fit or his mind in a fit black man's body, and he's just like sprinting around at night. And that, that's the the biggest scary scene of it. The main character Chris is out in the lawn uh, about to smoke, 
and then he just sees the groundskeeper fucking sprinting at him, and he gets like a foot from him and just hard right and runs away. And, you know, just watching down the barrel of that happening, it was like, oh, what the fuck's about to happen? It was, it was pretty cool, man. So it's kind of like a Stepford Wives... Yeah, uh, there's, there's definitely that influence. Uh, uh, Attack of the... What's the, the... The pod people? What the hell am I... Uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Invasion of the Body Snatchers, yeah. yeah it's, so it's, it's sort of like... It's using that, but using, but remember back then, people worried about mm-hmm. communism mm-hmm. And, and, and people who, quote-unquote, look like us mm-hmm. and trying to fit in. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, when they were really aliens, it was sort of an allegory for communism. Mm-hmm. Now this is more about, like, race relations and stuff like that. Yeah. Now, do you remember Do you remember Jimmy the Greek at all? Is that, is that a... Is that, a, is that, is that a, is like your buddy from New York? No, no, Jimmy <laughs> the Greek was a... I want to say he was a sports announcer on, the, on like, the radio... And, and I think sometimes on TV, and he got in big trouble. It had to be the early '90s, I guess, probably, where he was talking about like, how like, oh, the, the the black athlete is much better because you know the the black athletes nowadays are are descendants of the slaves that the whites like you know bred into you know having the biggest you know strongest uh, you know guys and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you, a southern white slave owner doesn't. Get evolution like that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no, oh, but I'm just saying, like Jimmy the Greek, sort of like I, I wonder. I wonder if they touched in on that, like, how, like you know, the, the white people kind of inadvertently created all these athletes that are in the NBA today and, and, mm-hmm. and NFL today because from slavery days of like breeding the best with the best, you yeah, know, my, to my, like the strong stock. And you know, I'm not trying to be like offensive, yeah, I'm just oh, saying, yeah. but that's what and Jimmy the Greek, and he got yeah, so Jim, much Jim, trouble. Jimmy the Greek said it wasn't me. <laughs> no, um, I'm gonna say, but he got yeah. he got oh, in big yeah. trouble, and that was like in, it's like in the early '90s. I mean, things were that was right before like the big giant PC movement. But even like even people back then were like, dude, <laughs> there's there's easily notes of that in the movie, and, and it's the 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 keystone bit of the movie is this party scene where all all the the parents or the grandparents' friends show up, mm-hmm. and it's you know just big white people party, and and the the one black guy that he sees that fucks up the fist bump, uh-huh. and it's it, learning later on that. They're all there to take a look at Chris and see if they want to bid on his body at the auction. Oh, so it's like a slavery thing, right? Well, so see, you know, learning that later on, you know, you, you get kind of this new idea. But watching it, it just seems like okay, a bunch of racist white people who are, you know, have some sinister intent we don't know yet, and it's just that. Oh, you brought a black boy home. Let's take a look at him, like grabbing his muscles, being like, "Is it true what they say? Is it better? You know, is black better in bed and stuff?" Oh. And then. Chris goes off, he's like, I need to get some air. He, like, you know, wanders away from the party with his girlfriend for a bit. And then the dad's like, all right, well, uh, well you do that. I think we're going to start up the bingo game. And then it's, you cut silently back and forth. Chris sitting, like, on a lake, just kind of looking out, contemplating shit. And then back to the bingo game, which is everyone's holding bingo cards. that All of them are already filled out with a bingo. And the dad's up there, um, at, you know, standing at a gazebo in front of everyone's chairs and just throwing up numbers with his hands and it's a fucking silent auction oh. and you're like what the fuck's going on with this and then the camera pans down so it's it's like chest up at first of the dad and then it, the next shot the, the camera's out wider and there's just a picture of Chris next to him and oh, he's just shit. auctioning the body off and it's fucking <clears throat> and at that point you don't know it's it's the mind swap thing uh-huh. it, you think it's just slavery the, the, like well, well the, the, the red herring at that point is the girl's mom is a a psychologist who does hypnosis, and Chris has been hypnotized, and you think the idea is he's going to be further hypnotized into being a slave. Oh, shit. <clears throat> and th- that's how every other black person on the property seems. It seems like they're like, 
overly polite and well behaved, and you know, ah. just be, you know, m- making sure Chris is reassured, like, oh no, everything is fine, sir, <laughs> and stuff like that. And so you're thinking up until a certain point, oh, he's going to be brainwashed into you know being a slave for these people, and then. Nope, even fucking worse. <laughs> but the daughter that brings him home, mm-hmm. are, her, are her intentions uh, pure, or, you, is she, or is she there? Is she there as bait? Do you want the answer to that? Uh, sure. Why not? She is the evilest person in that fucking movie. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Because I know it started out like, oh, is a girl dating well, a black well, guy? No, because she she girl. spends the entire th- you know the whole family has something a little fucking off about them, and she spends the whole time being like, they're just they're fucking weird okay and like i'm sorry i didn't know they'd be like this and reassuring the whole fucking time mm-hmm. and it's all predicated on the idea that chris is the first black guy she's ever dated mm-hmm. and as he's starting to realize something's really fucked up in this house he you know sees this open closet door and there's a box in there and he pops it open and there's pictures of her with just fucking dozens of black guys uh... like her fucking trophy box and you think you think maybe you fucking hope like the mom hypnotized her to keep bringing black guys home and she's you know totally unsuspecting like uh. just wiping wiping her memory of the people they take and then he's like okay we need to leave I need you to find the keys and she's going through first like okay I'm, I'm I'm looking yeah we'll go we'll go and like trying to get out of the house and then the rest of the family kind of corners him in the living room while she's on the stairs still rummaging through her purse and like when he's obviously got no fucking escape he's like Rose did you find the fucking keys and she's just like you know I can't give these to you right. Oh shit! Like, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big, big fucking wham line for the whole thing. And yeah, it turns out she's she's the she's the one that fucking brings them in. She's the she's, scout. She's the honey pot. Yeah. <laughs> and then oh, later on, she's fucking she's on her computer looking up uh, the you know new NCAA prospects. <laughs> like that. She she bings that shit because it's it's Windows supported movie. Oh, okay. So she she bings that NCAA prospects and you know pulls up like an image search. One of them is Keegan Michael Key, <laughs> which is kind of funny. But she's sitting there on her bed, and she has a dry bowl of Fruit Loops and a glass of milk. Uh huh. And that's keeping the colored cereal separate from the white milk. Oh. So she takes one Fruit Loop, puts it in her mouth. Is this obnoxious, annoying, fucking uppity crunch, mm-hmm. and then she sucks that milk down through a big, thick black straw. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's just, and there's shit like that just littered all over the movie. It's oh, okay. Great. But that's um, so that's your get out review. That, 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 I'll, I'll say yeah, that's that's my get out review. Fucking watch it if I haven't ruined it for you. <laughs> it is, it's a good fucking movie. Well, no, I want to see it. Yeah. It's good. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a quarter of midnight on Wednesday night. It's time for Pink Chunk and the Bone Dozer. Pink Chunk and the Bone Dozer in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> a quarter to midnight. A quarter to midnight at night. I am the Bone Dozer. With me as always, my friend Pink Chunk. Pink what, what, what's going on today, Pink Chunk? All right. Well, let me see. We're going to take a look at the news. And uh, apparently Donald Trump wants to take our guns. Uh, you got to come dead for my cold dead head, Donald Trump. Wait for your head? Cold, my cold dead hands in my head. Tell you what, Donald Trump can tell him to take my gun, take it right up his butt, you know, and my gun, I'm gun, I mean my dick. I'm sexually attracted to the President of the United States, everybody. Bone dose! Alright, uh, you uh, made bone dose! You got bone <laughs> I don't know why we use the baby sound effect for the bone dose, but I'm starting to like it. <laughs> Bones out, guys! Bones out! Alright, so we're gonna, uh, let me see. We're gonna take a caller, the 15th <laughs> caller, and give us the phrase that pays. Alright, 15th caller, you're on the line, you, can, you have the phrase that pays with Bone Dozer and Pink Chunk in the mornings. Uh, see, Kyle? No way! Oh. No 
Oh, what a Nazi, am I right? <laughs> I did not see that coming. Uh, I did. I was uh, I, I was doing the voice of that caller. Oh, hey, so that oh, got a little meta there. <laughs> <laughs> I really like this segment. Uh, oh, right, this 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 week's edition of What's Sir Sharona Eating? Sir Sharona Eating, okay. Alright, the 20th caller calls in and says, What's the social Sharona Eating? Is she eating a hot dog? Is she eating a sausage? Is she eating a cucumber? And he keep called- in mind, if you say a Polish sausage and it is a non Polish sausage, you do not win. Vagueness <laughs> is your ally here. Vagueness and brevity is gonna win your levity. Yeah. I got a rhyming dictionary, but not a regular one. <laughs> Alright, I think we got a caller calling in. Hey, hey, you're the 20th caller. What's Sir Sharona eating? Uh, all right, uh, Sir, is Sir Sharona eating, um, uh, is she eating a red hot chili pepper? Ding, 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 ding. Right. a red hot chili pepper. Well, you win tickets to red hot chili peppers. <laughs> <laughs> that was too fucking easy. That fruit was hanging so low I didn't even see it. <laughs> you win tickets to red hot chili peppers. The only problem is the game is playing in Peru. We don't have we don't have an airplane flight. We don't have a hotel. Just get your ass to Peru. But as soon as you do, you get to go see the Red Hot Chili Peppers playing in the soccer stadium. Actually, I think we just got, we got a little concession for the Peruvian government here. We've just framed that caller for murder in Peru, and we will extradite. <laughs> right, ding ding. All right, all right. You're gonna see Red Hot Chili Peppers. Just make sure you pay off those prison guards. They'll let you out. Just you know, just yep. keep about ten thousand dollars at hand. You can get out real yep. easy. That's, that's ten grand or a hand in the plan. If you know what I'm saying, you got to tongue the butt if you want to get out in the rut. Tell them El Chapo sent you. It, it, it rhymes a lot better in Peru. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them El Chapo. All right, what's our next segment, Pink Chunk? All right, our next segment. We, sh- we should really plan this before we start. <laughs> it's sort of an improvisational nature here on the radio here. Yeah. In the morning. We, were, we weren't even ready for it. All right, next game coming up is Pass or Flap. That's where you tell me if the word I'm showing you is the word pass or the word flap in a foreign language. All right. So the first is... Watashi wa. Watashi wa or... Is that pass or flap? Watashi wa. Okay, I'm going to take a, take a wild guess to say it's uh, flap. Oh, I'm sorry. That was a trick question. That's actually a Japanese self-identifying pronoun used for sentences that would in English begin with the word I. All right. All right. You'll try again. A lot of fucking work. (laughs) (laughs) You'll try again next week, though. (laughs) So we were talking about scary. What was the last movie that scared the shit out of you? Get out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's a little too. Okay, we just spoke about. Okay, pre Get Out. Before Get Out. The, the last, last movie that, scared that, that the shit genuinely out of you. fucking scared me. Uh huh. Um, that's an excellent question. Do you have one ready? Because I need well, to. Well, no. One okay. Now. So, like, wh- recently we were talking about um, on a separate uh, project that I'm working on. I was watching videos from. Uh, I was watching clips from uh, Cabin in the Woods. Oh yeah. And right, you know, right, right. for you know, spoiler alert. It's not really you know. I guess that's people know the premise is you know, Cabin in the Woods is a movie where you know. Uh, there's this uh, corporation, or there's a. It, it's sort of based on a religion, I guess, to be like. And there's these elder gods that want to destroy the earth. So, like on a every year or so, they have to uh, make a sacrifice to the elder gods to keep the elder gods from destroying the planet. So, um, they have basically 
a menagerie mm. of monsters. It could be zombies. Is that, it could is that be the compendium for monsters? Menagerie. Menagerie. Uh, what is, a murder? A, cro- <laughs> a murder of crows? A murder? Of, a murder of monsters? A gaggle of monsters. <laughs> and you know, and it's and it's you know, it's supposed to be a postmodern take, a, a deconstruction of the horror movie where you know, you know, all the monsters. So you would have a Freddy, you would have a Jason, you would have. Zombies. You would have a werewolf. You would have a giant king cobra. You would have or, Kevin. Or <laughs> Kevin. You, you never know, on the whiteboard. Oh, one yeah. of the spots just says Kevin. Oh yeah. <laughs> and the the assumption and the 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 fan canon, the fanon, if you will, uh-huh. is that it's Kevin from Sin City, Elijah Wood's character. Ah, okay. So yeah. So basically, like every horror movie that's been ever that's ever been made in in this world, it's because. Uh, you know, uh, uh, depending on the, the victims and the choices that they make, they ultimately uh, ultimately choose the monster that comes out. Yeah. Now, I forgot exactly what happened in this movie. I think that, you know, some some security measure comes down, all the monsters get released. Yeah. So, you know, there is this one fucking scene where, uh, for some reason, all the monsters get to take an elevator, including the giant fifty foot fucking king cobra. But somehow, they, and the elevator opens, and of course, there's like this, you know, assault squad guys with guns and helmets and riot gear, and the doors open, and every fucking possible conceivable monster comes out mm-hmm. of the fucking thing. Zombies and robots, the fucking, you know, uh, a thing, you know, a, a killer clown, yeah. uh, all just bum rush this lobby, and it's fucking utter chaos, you know. And, and that terrified It you. terrifies And I gave you shit for that because I was like, oh, so it's like quantity over quality for you. But it's just, it's it's utter, it's just this utter fucking chaos mm-hmm. and things that their their sole purpose is to fucking kill you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's funny, they don't attack each other. Right. The monsters aren't because they're, they're, their job is not to attack each other. They're, 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 they're made solely just to fucking <laughs> kill people. Mm-hmm. And it's, it was, That person just wants to get fucking robbed. Yeah, they just leave the box of their fifty-five inch Roku 4K TV sitting out in front of their house. Unless they put it in front of somebody else's house, which is the clever thing to do. I hope <laughs> they did that. Um, um, well, real real quick before we wrap, I, I, I have my answer now. Uh-huh. It was The Conjuring. Okay, but I didn't see it though. So uh, well, so well, I hadn't. I didn't hear it. Uh-huh. Here's the weird thing: I was at the drive-in uh-huh. with a girl I was dating at the time who didn't fucking like scary movies. We went only to see Pacific Rim. Uh-huh. It was a double feature. The Conjuring played first. Mm-hmm. So I had the audio of Grown Ups 2 on the radio <laughs> while she was just, like, trying to sleep and not watch The Conjuring. <laughs> and I'm trying to just get the plot of The Conjuring. But your brain was filling in the gaps. Exactly. So that that made it scarier. And then, so I'm just completely tuning out Grown Ups. Mm-hmm. And there's this scene where, well, earlier in the movie, the, you know, it's a family moves into a house. It's haunted. That's all you need to know for this. Earlier in the movie, the two children of indeterminate fucking gender are playing this hide-and-seek game where they're blindfolded, and they get to have the person who's hiding clap three times. Uh-huh. So they'll be like, hey, you know, g- give me a clap. And they'll be like... And then, like, you know, they get a little closer. So like a Marco Polo. Give me another clap. Yeah, like Marco Polo, but you got three claps, and that's it. You got to find them blind on your own at that point. Okay. And, it's like, and they're like, you want to play the clapping game? So the mom... Here's something in the house in the middle of the fucking night. And she goes and gets down to, like, the basement door. And she's looking down the basement. She's got a match in her hand. And I don't hear any of the lead up. I don't hear the suspense of the music. So I think she's just investigating the house. And then fucking two evil possession ghost fucking creepy hands pop out of the darkness behind her fucking... 
clap and the match goes out. <laughs> Scared the fucking shit out of me. Because, like, I don't have the content. I've rewatched the movie since, uh-huh. and you get a little hint that that's about to happen because some, you know, disembodied voice is like, do you want to play the clapping game? And then it happens. Oh, okay. And that would have readied me a little bit because, like, I get how horror movies are made. But seeing it completely silently and only having, like, this silent movie fucking context to it, you you don't get the sound cues. You don't get the music swelling to be like, something scary is going to happen, get ready. Because when that's like, I'm like, okay, you know, I might get like a little ooh from a jump scare, but that's about it. This was like, like, fucking, ah, existential horror, I'm not safe in this fucking car. <laughs> and meanwhile, David Spade's like, oh, no, my floaty sank or some bullshit. <laughs> Kevin James is like, oh no, I can't climb this wall. Uh oh, we peed in the pool and now it's all blue. Oh no, I want to pee in the pool too. Oh hey, Chris Rock, can you come be in the pool? Yeah, but it's going to turn black because I'm your black friend. <laughs> I want to get chocolate wasted. <laughs> what a shitty fucking movie. <laughs> I, uh, my last apartment, I had the neighbors underneath me, well the neighbor underneath me, smoked cigarettes in his apartment all the time and it would fucking bleed up and stink up my place. Uh-huh. So I'd like come home from work and just fucking reek in my apartment. I have to open the windows and shit. But then he died and it just, you know, smelled like corpse in my apartment until they found him. <laughs> I told down the podcast yet? I don't know. I, I, I don't think so. Well, that, that's kind of the gist. I, my girlfriend was over and all day she's like, oh, your dishes fucking sink. I had a sink full of dishes because you know, living alone. Fucking bachelor. Who am I trying to impress? You're already here. Um, <laughs> so I got, yeah, I think you're fucking... You have, like, eggs on a plate in there or something that are rotting? No, it's... I, I think... And I was, like, sniffing around the apartment. There was this one strong spot on the floor where it's... I think it's coming from downstairs. And I, I joked, like, wouldn't it be funny if... Well, not funny. Like, what if my fucking neighbor underneath died and it's, like, his body? And she's like, oh, don't be fucking gross. I think it's your sink. And I did all the dishes and the smell was still fucking there. <laughs> then she left. And I went to sleep. I was working third shift. And woke up, went to work. And this guy I work with, who used to work... For my apartment complex, I was like, "Hey, did you hear Tim died? Like, wait, Tim, Tim that lives underneath me? Like, yeah, his brother found him today, like eight o'clock. So, like, Tori left at like seven thirty. I went to sleep, and while I was sleeping, they found his fucking dead body and took it out. Ugh. So, like, yeah, you know what? Jokes on you. I was smelling corpse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have like one of my childhood friends is a, is a cop, and my brother was NYPD, and I was an auxiliary cop for years. And, like, you know, a lot of people say that, like, a, a dead body is probably the worst thing you'll ever smell. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, well, no, I think a, a burnt dead body is probably the worst thing you ever smell. <laughs> yeah, I think like the a, second worst thing you ever a, smell. A burnt dead body that hadn't shit recently before death. <laughs> that got fucking lit on fire by a sentient skunk. <laughs> if, I, if, I, if I had to try and create the worst smell. <laughs> at, at a certain point, though, it's just they all blend together like, yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it's like put too many ingredients on a pizza. It's just, I'm not even tasting anything anymore. Oh, speaking of Tommy B, uh, responded back yes. and said that he fucking monster. He hates he hates uh, pineapple on pizza. Well, it, and pineapples have this enzyme in them uh-huh. that, like, essentially, it's trying to break down your body while you're breaking it down. Uh-huh. So I think he's just not strong enough to handle it. Oh, I'm not trying to make an excuse. Pineapple on fucking pizza fucking is, is repugnant. It's 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 too much sweet on savory. It's it's, it's not it's just the. You don't fucking use it in place of cheese. You just use it like toppings, and it's good. 
groundhog minute. Motherfuckers steam broccoli and then put cheese all over it, and then they call pineapple on pizza the pulse of <laughs> Well, that, that, that's funny, because Tommy, Tommy B is the, uh, he's, he had a, shared a meme where it was, uh, people who put ketchup on yeah. mac and cheese. Right, are just getting away with that shit. Which, <laughs> I guess, it must be a thing. To me, that strikes me as a very redneck thing to do. Yeah, that, that like it reminds me of like a like Honey Boo Boo. Yeah, yeah, honey Boo Boo. Right. It was... feels like you're making your mac and cheese last longer because <laughs> you don't know when the next box is coming. Because <laughs> Honey Boo Boo's thing was uh, skeddy, which is where they would boil the noodles and instead of tomato sauce, use uh, ketchup. On ketchup which you know, once again, just sounds like the most fucking yeah. you know. Last two cents, you know. That, that's what they mean when they say for 68 cents a day you can feed a child. <laughs> oh, my God. And then this morning... We'll make them skeddy. I'm eating a cup of cup of noodles, a cup of ramen, but it's not, you know, not the, not the main brand <laughs> not, name. Not the fancy brand name cup of noodles. <laughs> the 28 cents. <laughs> Walmart had them for 28 cents, and I'm like, a fucking can of dog food is 28 cents. <laughs> <laughs> it's just called a noodle cup? <laughs> yes. It's like, they can't sue us. It's technically a noodle cup. Uh, yeah, I guess so. And that was as part of what I had this morning before. <laughs> I was I was sipping the noodles right as soon as you pulled them to my house. <laughs> did you uh, did you eat the cup so you get any nutrition out of it? Or? <laughs> well, in all fairness, okay, it's it's like the it's like the other ramen noodles where you know it's, there's ramen yeah. and there's the you know you can see the little flavor crystals that you pour the hot water on. It right. makes yeah. it makes a nice oily uh, yeah. mess I on it. I used to eat that shit all the time. Then I realized. I'm not gaining anything from it. It's just telling my stomach, there's stuff in there. Shut up. <laughs> but there's actually, like, uh, uh, well, I guess at the time, dehydrated, like... Right, there's, co- like, uh, there's like three peas and a piece of corn on the yeah, top. Of yeah. corn and carrots and peas. But, but, like, nowhere near enough for you to think, like, this is adding to the dish at all. Just just enough so that every few bites you get a little surprise. <laughs> It's like nowhere near any kind of sufficient like roughage for your body. Right. It's like, I'm eating healthy because there's three there's three corn cop three. What is it? Right. What do you call that? A corn kernel? Kernel. Cor- kernel. There's like three kernels of corn in here. Yeah. yeah you're just fucking. And, and corn, by the way, has no nutritional value. <laughs> your body that's, shits it as soon as the same way yeah. it came in. I don't know if you've ever looked at your shit after eating corn, but you, you didn't do anything with it. You just. You ate it and then shit out corn. You ever wonder what would happen if someone just exclusively ate corn? They'd probably just shit <laughs> stinky corn. Someone's ha- someone has got to have done it. Yeah, it just, your shit just comes. It's just like you know, you get like those popcorn balls on Halloween. <laughs> just comes out looking like one of those. There's got to be some some dude bros that has said, dude. For the next, like, three days, we're going to eat nothing but corn. Yeah, and then we're going to take pictures of our shit and send them to our girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Got three days to get a girlfriend. And scare her away with our corn shit. People take People take How come that hasn't become a thing on the internet? People taking pictures of their shit. People take pictures of their food. There's got to be websites where people take pictures of bowls of toilet bowls. <laughs> I, I would imagine... But like that's gotta be a thing. I, but you you make it sound like a hobbyist thing <laughs> or like a meme, like hey, ratemyshit.com. And any site you ratemyshit.com. See if it's available. Um, just have it link right. Go, back Daddy, to that shit. Yeah. Um, but and like, I feel like as soon as you start posting pictures of your shit on the internet, people fetishize it, and it's it suddenly it's just a sex thing. Oh. Um, isn't it? I, <laughs> 
Uh, other than shit fetishes? Uh-huh. Who, Nobody. who in the world thinks that's a good idea and can use a computer? <laughs> well, it's like, you know, I would think, you know, people share every other fucking part of their life. Right. They're people who, like, damn near take pictures of every meal. Especially anybody, you know, like, people who have, like... But one thing, like, people who eat out all the time. Okay. Like, who go to restaurants or whatever. Oh, like, cuddlingus? Is that what you mean? Eat out? Kuna Matata! <laughs> yes! Means no worries! It's a worry-free philosophy! Are you okay? Do you get, like, really Kuna old today? Matata! Do you just, like, age fucking 50 years? Get to years? remain! It's my philosophy of life! Because <laughs> it's gentleman Bane. It's a different it's not the Bane from the movies. It's gentleman Bane. Right, and like, what context is gentleman Bane in? What? Hey, gentleman Bane, in my mind, is the guy that wears, you know, he has the mask like Bane from The Dark Knight Rises. He has like a monocle. And he dresses kind of fancy. Like, he'll wear like a like a like a a cardigan sweater, but with the sleeves ripped off to show off his arms. Okay. So like he wears nice clothes, except for the fact that the arms are ripped off, and you can see his muscular arms. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not really what I meant by what's the context for. Oh. Why is his voice all fucked up? Because he doesn't sound anything like Bane. That's what I mean. Like, oh yeah, oh, I just want to watch the world burn. That's uh, that's my uh, British Joker. You just. You're completely removing... It's totally devolved! <laughs> like yeah. everything else. You're, yeah, your fucking... Your impressions have moved on. <laughs> They've taken on a life of their own. You're just... You're removing any Bane part of it. <laughs> and just doing like a gentleman voice. And then like, oh yeah, it's Gentleman Bane. Why Bane? Because <laughs> it's funny to think of a guy with a mask and muscular arms. All right. But you never... Being proper. Until I forced it out of you, you never painted that word picture. <laughs> you just kept calling it Gentleman Bane. <laughs> You know he's all proper, and he knows the, I, he knows I, a sconce and an ascot, and he knows I, cream frise. And I understand the comedy <laughs> once you've explained it. That's not the problem. <laughs> problem it's a character. He lives in my mind. It's like a pain. and he wants to come out and play every now and then. And he wants to know why Uncle Uncle Austin keeps putting him back in the closet. It's like. <laughs> It's like if I were to say zippers and start laughing my ass off, and then I got all indignant because you didn't know I was thinking, why do Scotsman wear kilts? Because she can hear zippers. Like, you're just reveling in your punchline of a joke you wrote in your head and never shared with anyone. Is that what it is? That's yes. The, the that, podcast, like, I guess maybe that's why it hasn't been as popular as I thought it would have been. Because all the jokes are in my head. That's why no it's one... purely just entertain myself. That's why, that's why no one's like, bring back Gentleman Bane. Because they don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Well, I put him on the cover of uh, one of... The, it was an episode art of uh, Bane Terrier Design. Oh, never mind that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry I doubted you. In the, uh, well, the, it was a it was some other famous interior designer. The, the interior design, we we had a framing device of it being him 
And, and like we were doing Bane impressions, not gentleman Bane impressions. <laughs> well, I kind of, like, it kind of, in my mind, he evolved from there. Like, you know, he's taking in the finer things in life. He's finally out of that hole yeah. in jail. He's at it's Gotham just- City. And, like, he's discovered this whole new world that he never knew about. Like, yeah, he knew, he's, yeah, he's part of the League of Shadows, and he wants to, uh, you know, take over the world. But, you know, seeing that Batman has kind of stopped him, he's like, I'm going to fucking just take in all this culture. And he's, and you're like, you know, it's sort of like he's discovered a whole new world, and he doesn't want to kill anybody anymore. He doesn't want to take over the world. He wants to collect the fine things in life. I'm with you on it now. (laughs) But... When you say he evolved from there, there was zero evolution. <laughs> this is like if a cheetah gave birth to a baby who had rockets instead of legs. And neither of its parents had rocket legs. And you're like, oh, that's just evolution. Well, I mean, fish and birds have a common ancestor. I mean, you know, we got to eventually go somewhere. Right. I'm saying that, you, you know, there's like the missing link. Uh-huh. You had had fucking 90 missing links in the evolution from Bane to Gentleman Bane. (laughs) But he's Gentleman Bane! (laughs) Now, you said British... Wait, did you say butt-its or British? I said butt-its. Okay. But it's Gentleman Bane! You know what it is? It's that girl's belly button in Seinfeld. (laughs) Hello! 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 It's Gentleman Bane, maybe. I, that's I, that's where I got hello from. Hello. The way I say hello at the beginning of the episode is from Seinfeld. Like, hello and welcome to Two Strangers One Podcast. That's sort of uh, that kind of came from that. Alright. Fair. You know. I think Gentleman Bane might also be influenced by that belly button. <laughs> la, la, la. I'm a belly button. I'm also a Batman villain. Hello. Belly Batman. Stay woke. Hey, stay awake, stay alive. Stay woke. I wish it would say stay woke instead. <laughs> I'm pretty sure with like a Bluetooth hack you could probably get in there. You think those are on Bluetooth? <laughs> <laughs> probably the old computers that have like the green letters. <laughs> Shall we play a game? <laughs> I like that yeah, that's your description. I like those old computers with the green letters. That's like the best descriptor. I, I, could I, think get, of. I could even it was just a funny way of saying it. I, I don't know how I could have done it any better, but the way you did it was really funny. It paints a verbal picture. It paints a paints a mental picture. You know, those computers with the green letters. I mean I can get green letters on my computer. I feel like that's not what you're talking about though. But that was the limitation. That was like, holy shit, I got 256 megabytes of RAM in this bitch. Time to play some Snake. Oh, Puerto Ricans can commit suicide too. (laughs) I'm like totally woke right now. I get it. You know, I get the struggle. I get the struggle. You're like, you're too white to be Puerto Rican, but you're too Puerto Rican to be white. We got us a little in between there. I get it, man. You're You're the man who works between both worlds, you know? Like, when you hear salsa music, you know, fucking, you feel it in your heart, man. <laughs> but you really can't fucking express it. You know that feeling? Yeah. You know, it smells like weed. Yep, yep, someone's on the reefer. <laughs> yeah, feeling it. Like, you really like rice and beans, but then you can't speak Spanish, man. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> you know what I mean, man? How the fuck do I speak better Spanish than you? <laughs> 
conjugate that verb, bitch. <laughs> we don't conjugate. It's you know, it's the equivalent of like, like what? someone someone down south that says like ain't. You know what I'm saying? No, it's the equivalent of like Gollum saying we when he means I. <laughs> Puerto Rican is just Gollum speak. <laughs> You've been on your fucking island too long, you forgot the faces of your fathers. So you be white, but you like like rock and roll. Like I don't fucking like Daddy Yankee. I don't like fucking reggaeton. What does Daddy Yankee? Daddy Yankee. He's like a he's a Spanish, a Puerto Rican guy. He does like I mean, I, like like a pitbull style music, but like oh. Senor, but like, Senor Del Mundo? Yeah. Mr. Worldwide? Yeah, it's like, but Pitbull's from Cuba, so I don't I don't want to say Pitbull. Daddy Yankee's like a Puerto Rican version of Pitbull. And it's like, you know, I don't listen to that shit. You know, I don't listen to salsa. Salsa, salsa music? Salsa, Has salsa. Has that say salsa? Salsa, salsa. Hey. Coffee, coffee. Hey, George. Coffee. Don't you feel like you're walking between two worlds, George? <laughs> Tell me, Jerry, I'm Jewish, but I don't feel Jewish. <laughs> is he Jewish? No, George is no, Jewish. George is, well, Costanza? Costanza's, that's not a, what is that? No, they're, they're, not they're, Italian. They're uh, Festivus here. They celebrate Festivus. Like the rest of us? Well, Festivus for, for the, rest the rest of us. For the rest of us. All right, what are two elements of Festivus? Uh, the feats of strength. All right. And the pole. Good. Is there a third? I don't know. Airing of the grievances. Oh yes. Oh, wow. that's. I've watched a lot of fucking Seinfeld. <laughs> I mean, fucking who hasn't though? Yeah, because it's always on. It, it is on every channel, twenty-four hours a day. Yeah, basically. It's on the W, whatever the WB channel that people have. At, at any given second, Seinfeld is on some <laughs> channel on TV. It, it ended on Fox. It just started up on TBS. <laughs> It's probably on fucking Nick at Night at this point. <laughs> <sighs> he went to the mall today. Uh-huh. Colton could see the Easter Bunny. Oh, wow. He went to this place called Box Lunch. Have you heard of that? <laughs> ah, sorry. Sounds dirty, right? Yeah. It's um, it's pretty much Hot Topic, but very well lit and not so emo bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, just all the cool, you know, geek shit, all the merchandise. So I, I got a, a pop vinyl... Bobblehead. He's uh, Deadpool. No, no, he's uh, he's made of rocks. Uh, oh nothing, shit! Nothing to be afraid of. That's oh. a, that was cool for me. Box lunch. Box lunch. It's called. It's pretty cool. And then um, yeah, the editor was like, "This place is really nice." And uh, we were right in front of the cash We were like, "Yeah, it's like uh, it's like hot topic for clean people." And he's <laughs> like, "Well, you're not wrong. We're uh, we're, we're their sister company." Ah. Oh, I'm, I'm, well, I'm not wrong, and I'm not sorry. <laughs> Because Hot Topic's other sister company is Torrid, yeah. which is, you know, like, rockabilly clothes for big old girls, big old gals. <laughs> yeah. And I know that because Max's and, wife. And then, uh, and, and then we went to Torrid, and Torrid got a bunch of clothes, you fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> that was not a setup. <laughs> I know, it was just, it's funny, it's like, you know, this is company's Torrid, I'm like, say it, motherfucker, I know what it is, fucking say it, though. <laughs> well, I know that because of my ex-wife. My ex-wife used to shop at Torrid all the time. It's a, it's a, it's a plus-size clothing store. <laughs> Named after fucking bad weather. <laughs> Rockabilly clothes for big old gal. God damn it. You just, you just, Is it not? <laughs> you just stumble your way into the worst fucking scenarios. 
How's my phone in your car? And uh, yeah, that St. Patrick place, right? <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> I had no idea where you were going with this story. I know. That's what's funny. <laughs> Jesus. Like, I still, I think I still, because of my ex-wife, like, I still get, like, email. Because I have, like, I have, like, my, my real email address, which I give to actual people that, like, I want to get in contact with. And your cross email address where you get all the Torrid shit. So. Yeah, then I have my other, e- well, you know, they, like, I would go shopping with her and, like, oh, can we have an email address? And I'm like, Ugh. and I just give them my old standard fucking email, you know, the one that I've, like, I've had since 94 or something like that. One. At one.com. <laughs> well, Chris, I've done it. What's that? My powers of necromancy. I've brought the late Rodney Dangerfield back to life. Oh, you have? He's been working on some new material. I got him in the studio today. Do you want to hear it? So it turns out that Rodney Dangerfield got a, a new Netflix special? Yeah. Yeah, you want to you hear a, a little snippet? Through the, through the power of CG and, and, and the same way they had Tupac perform at Coachella, they could have Rodney Dangerfield perform his own Netflix special? No, this is this is real back from the dead shit. Oh, okay. He's a, he's a shambling corpse that says some really outdated shit. <laughs> All right, so yeah, sure, I, I could go for that. We could we could uh, splice that into the show. Uh, all right, so I guess here we go. It's it's uh, Ronnie Dangerfield back from the dead uh, Netflix special. Here you go. Oh, hey, hello, hey, I tell you, I gotta tell you, boy, it's good to be back. Uh, you know, back to breathing and everything like that here on Netflix. You know, before I died, they didn't have a Netflix, but uh, you know, I've been trying out for the past couple of days, and you know, Netflix asked me if. Uh, I was still watching, and I said yes, and they said, uh, it just shut off anyway. <laughs> I tell you, I get, I get no respect at all, I get no respect at all. All right, uh, so, you know, I'm trying to figure out things in these new modern times, and, uh, you know, I got myself one of those uh, Apple iPhones, and I said, uh, Siri, uh, could you give me a good uh, uh, recipe for pancakes? And she said, uh, yes, three eggs, one cup of sugar, and a cup of bleach. <laughs> I get no respect at all, no respect at all. Hey, Google Maps keeps driving me to direct me to the cemetery. Ho ho! Hey, yeah, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. Hey, you know, uh, now that I'm here, you know, I, I unfollowed Jen for Lawrence. So, uh, she applied for a restraining order. Ho ho! Hey, hey I, get, I get no respect at all. You know. <laughs> I'm sorry, your studio audience is one guy chuckling at only the ones he wrote. <laughs> only one guy showed up for my Netflix special. I need to fire my publicist. Uh, hey, hey, I tell you, tell you, I took a selfie and I tried to post it on Instagram and I said, "No thanks, they've reached their limit." Hey, I gotta tell you. Hey. Here's one the social justice warriors are going to be tweeting about tomorrow, right? That's what they do, the social justice warriors? Okay, uh, so I, I, I dropped off my hooker, and I said, uh, thanks for the good time, lady. And she said, did you just assume my gender? Hey, I get no respect at all. You know, some people would say that joke is, is transphobic. I say, grow a pair, or at least get some surgically added on. <laughs> I get no respect at all. <laughs> all right, so... Uh, uh, no, I don't have notes up here, you know, just, you know, when you get my age, uh, you know, say what, I guess. <laughs> you get my age, you kind of forget things, you know, uh, you know, I was trying to try the dating scene, I, I was, you know, unfortunately I was getting dating advice from Harvey Weinstein, I tell you, <laughs> no respect. Speaking of dating, 
I, th- I think I, s- I have my settings wrong on my Tinder account because uh, every girl I try to talk to keeps telling me she's a lesbian. <laughs> and you know, nowadays you got these modern stores. You know, I, was, I said, you know, let me find up, let me get, get acquainted to the culture. You know, so. But I tell you, I'm never going to shop at that Best Buy again because I went there and I said, "Can you recommend a good movie?" And they told me, "Get out." Hey, hey, I gotta tell you, no respect at all. No respect at all. Stormy Daniels pays me to not admit we had sex. Hey, hey, no respect. <laughs> I tell you what, uh, you know, I got into a fight. You know, with me trying to date, I got into a fight with my wife. You know, and she said, uh, uh, she said she's arranged for me to stay at a stay at an a Airbnb. I'm sleeping on a bench in the park. <laughs> I tell you, I got no respect at all. Alright, so uh, the other day I ordered an Uber and uh, my driver was a, a Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> I, I asked her if she smelled alcohol. She said, no, I just drink it. I'm not a wine snob. <laughs> and uh, it turns out while she was driving, she blacked out. She needed mouth to mouth. Now I need penicillin. Whoa, that was okay. That's been my time. Uh, it's good. Thanks for coming out to visit uh, Ronnie Dangerfield, Back from the Dead, my Netflix special. Ho-ho. That's Are you a, still watching? That's a, a couple of notes. <laughs> I'm a big fan of how you had your notes uh-huh. and the microphone in the same hand. I'm sure that's going to sound great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I also like how you started off with kind of a solid danger field and it just slowly drifted into Stallone, buddy. <laughs> Hey, you know what? I, I, I don't give any respect. You know? uh, I try to, you know, try to work hard, try, try to be generous, and everyone else is greedy, and lazy. I tell you. <laughs> so, so yeah, <laughs> that was that's a bit we were working on for the better. For I was working on the better part of the past eight hours at work while we're stuck here, <laughs> and I would occasionally chime in with like, "Hey, that's good," or like, "Dude, I don't fucking get it." Oh wait, how did they must have missed? Oh, I forgot to transcribe the Amazon joke. All right, here we go. Some bonus material. <laughs> Here's some bonus material. I forgot well, to add. Well, a little, little peek behind the curtain here. We actually didn't cut to a clip. <laughs> he just kept talking. His little, you know, new note. Usually Netflix doesn't give you like the bonus material, like director's commentary or behind the scenes or deleted scenes. This will be the first time Netflix gives you uh, an extra bonus joke. Here we go. I tell you, and the other day I ordered something from Amazon. I got no respect, and uh, you know, Amazon likes to recommend things. It recommended a stepladder and a rope. A stepladder, because you know, I need a, after my other ladder left years ago. Okay. You butchered that. <laughs> you, want, you want me to take a swing at it? Okay. Yeah. Hey, there. So uh, I was uh, fucking still on. <laughs> I had a facelift. There was one just like it underneath. So I, uh, I was uh, ordering things on Amazon. They give you recommendations at the end. They said, uh, hey, people who bought this also uh, should probably go buy 20 feet of rope and a stepladder. You know, uh, what can I say? I had to buy the stepladder because my real ladder left when I was five. Yeah, that's how it. That's he how said it. he couldn't support my family. <laughs> that, was, that was nice. That's dude. my little. <laughs> that, was a, that, was a, that was a cute button. I like it. <laughs> I, I, I didn't see that coming. Anyway, that's, that's how and there you go. The bonus clip from Ronnie Dangerfield's Back from the Dead Netflix special. Yay! Yay. That was fun. That's <laughs> like, oh, a good two minutes of material. Like we're almost fucking at your house. <laughs> And it's like I really got I really got sold on like uh, you know the uh, like yeah let's write a bit for the show <laughs> you know that could that could that could I think that's good enough quality to be on like broadcast radio of some sort all right well, yeah I mean like K Rock or some shit yeah. <laughs> 
not, not the good stuff, but yeah. anyway. <laughs> kind of workshop, you know? Yeah. Turn, turn this podcast into something. You know? Hey, check us out. We're funny. Here's our podcast. Here's this tug on watch hydrocephalic pimps. Check us out. We commit. <laughs> I don't know that we're funny, but we we certainly don't just drop an idea once we've had it. Just because it's bad doesn't mean, you know, what is it, the writer, I was talking about this podcast with that, this writer, where he said, anybody in the writing room, whenever they start, you know, the sentence with, this may sound like a crazy idea, but, you know, so always work with that idea, always nurture it and try to give it some sort of life. <laughs> we've been doing that by accident. It's rarely been a good thing. You know, uh, you know Hunger Games? Yes. You know, the pe- people who ship uh, Katniss and PETA together call them penis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but it's a good joke. That's their celebrity. Um, uh, and it's in the word penis. Yeah. Ah. So I guess, uh, oh, yeah, we certainly sure, hope, <laughs> we certainly hope you guys had as much fun listening as we did recording. Which is like a fair amount. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Austin. Don't be a stranger. Peace. We're out. Bye. You should be fapping. Let's uh, let me do all my whole outro stuff. Please visit Two Strangers One Podcast.net where you can find all things show related. Uh, you can find links to our iTunes page. You can uh, download, subscribe to us on iTunes, on iPhone, iPad, or iPod. If you don't have an iPhone, iPad, or iPod, you can download us on the Stitcher app. That's S T I T C H E R for Android devices. Uh, that's the Stitcher app. I use the available offline option and uh, listen later option uh, so you don't have to kill your data, you don't have to kill your battery when your Wi-Fi spot. Get all the episodes you want to listen to and listen to them later. Um, and, of course, we are available on the SoundCloud app. That is our hosting site. Um, I make sure all the episodes are downloadable. I think on iTunes they are downloadable, but on Androids they aren't. So that's why I'm a little, like... But if you go to the website on SoundCloud, you can find us and you can download them from there if you want to do. Um, if you want to write to us, you can write to us at two strangers one podcast at gmail.com. That's all spelled out, two strangers one podcast. Uh, I got a brand new computer. Thank you to my dad for helping me out uh, with uh, basically a payment for the computer because uh, we're recording this on a new on a new system. And it sounded good when I was recording earlier. So, um, you know, thank you, Dad. Um, <laughs> I'm sure it was the old computer holding you back, and not this antique microphone. We're using. <laughs> it's 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 uh, the microphone has uh, it has it has soul. It has yeah. spirit. It has you, you guys, funk. you guys, you guys, seeing all this soul in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, it, um, I haven't. The funny thing is, with the new computer, I haven't. I have this. I don't have time to sign into the email account right now, but no one writes us anyway. But if you want to write us, you can write us at Two Strangers One Podcast. Well, what, what happened to that Gmail one fan that writes all the time? He he fell off the fucking face of the earth. I don't know what Literally? happened. Really? Well, I don't know. You <laughs> think the Earth's flat? <laughs> oh, we got another hour to go there. Let's go to the space station. Look. Um, but yeah, the uh, but you can write to us at Two Strangers One Podcast at Gmail we want your money. We need your money. And until we set up a Patreon, what you can do is you can share and like us on Facebook. Just go to facebook.com slash two strange one podcast. Once again, all spelled out. And share this episode, like the page, uh, share the entire page, and that'd be great. Uh, we also have a YouTube group, Two Strange One Podcast Network. Um, let me see what else. Uh, we're on Twitter at Stranger Podcast. Um, no, I, I've only, the episodes that are available online right now are really only for the past year. If you want to go back and listen to any of our other episodes from more than five years ago, we are on YouTube. Uh, just search for Two Strangers One Podcast. You can find all the earlier 200 some odd shows. Um, you can find my Stranger Vlogs, uh, which I've done about 40 so far, and I have two in the pipe. <laughs> and <laughs> two up the butt, <laughs> two in my anus. 
like a finger. And uh, and I also have my audiobook. If you want to hear my second book, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, you can listen to it totally for free on YouTube. Just search for Odd I See, A Tale from the Road. Also available on YouTube. And that's about it. I can't think of her. Speak on. No, I got you nothing. Never... Going on, <laughs> I was like, "Fuck that! I got yeah. shit I got to do." Yeah, if you, you guys can tell me how to how to beat this part of Zelda I'm stuck on. <laughs> shoot, wanna... shoot me an email. Thunderblight Ganon's a bitch. <laughs> Thunderblight Ganon. Do you have any way to beat Thunderblight Ganon? You can write to us at two strings old podcast at gmail dot com. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> get, get some traffic in that email account. <laughs> Bunch of people telling me how bad I am at the game. <laughs> That's like the first like half of the game, like not even the first half. Well, no, no, it's because you can you can tackle those dungeons in any order. Oh, okay. Which I think is a total rip off of a uh, Shadow of the Colossus, but for another day. You you can't tackle those in any order. You can, oh, I guess. <laughs> oh, you proved me wrong. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a shadow. <laughs> Alright, well we certainly hope you guys enjoyed listening, had as much fun as we did recording. Thank you for listening to the Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Austin. Don't be a stranger. Peace. We're out. Bye. Chocolate. You should be fapping balls. Alright, here we go, man. Go ahead. You want to read Double Jackpot. What is it? It is a self-published book by Christopher Cologne. Chris Cologne? Smells good to me. But- <laughs> <laughs> Look at her. That broke that fucking cold little exterior. He's like, hee hee. But it is spelled C O L O N. Him punny. But. (laughs) (laughs) Double Jackpot is a book about a comic book artist, Eric, who is in a loveless relationship with a materialist, Lynette. Oh, fucking. Are you sure I didn't write this? Uh, I, I smell sounds hauntingly familiar. He starts cheating on his girlfriend with a more creatively, su- sorry, creatively supportive woman, Nadia. Well, I, I gotta meet her. Where's the Nadia? There's your summer girlfriend. Summer Nadia is Nadia. Nadia? Yeah, I think Nadia spelled with an A. All right. Both Lynette and uh, Nadia play the double jackpot, the largest payout in Lotto history. Much like the recent Powerball, both girls play his birth date as the winning re- as the winning numbers. Eric is now stuck between two of the country's richest women. Who will he choose? It's not that simple. This is a clever fucking idea, yeah, man. Is. Look at her, fucking. She's impressed. I am. Summer. She got some summer reading. Christopher Cologne smells real lovely with an original idea. Is this? I've never heard this before. I haven't either. This is a self-published book, much in the indie spirit as Kev's Clerks. Oh, you don't even need to name check me. This is just a good idea. You could stand on your own, man. You don't even have to be like, hey, remember Clerks? This is nothing like that. <laughs> this is way more original than Clerks. This is a good idea, man. Why didn't I think of this? I need something to read. This book is part of the Comic Books Heavy Metal Video Games Trilogy Book 2. Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, coming soon. Right on, man. It's part of a trilogy. This is the first part. Way to write, man. He's seeking a literary agent. Motherfuckers, anybody out there? There ain't no literary agents listening to this show, I assure you, sure. Sure. I assure you, sure. But somebody know a literary agent? Welcome, motherfucker, up! Chris Cologne come up with an original idea. I should tell Raskin. That's a good fucking idea, to be so honest too. with you. That's a fucking rom-com right there. Megan, get Raskin on the phone. <laughs> Isn't it possible to get Raskin on the phone? No? Yeah. I want to run it past him, man. I want to, and if it happens, I get a taste, Chris Cologne. I get a, a whiff, if you will. The book could also be ordered on www. 
L-U-L-U dot com. That's Lulu.com. I understand that. I just want to spell it out. <laughs> <laughs> Normally one says it, that spells it. Still, Lulu.com. What is that? Do you know what it is? I don't know. All right. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. Search for Double Jackpot Christopher Cologne. A paperback version of the book is $15 and a PDF file is only 5 bucks. Five dollars yeah. is insanely inexpensive. Fifteen is not even that bad for a for paperback version. No. This is a million dollar idea right here. Like a, a fucking a movie about a dude who fucking is stuck between two chicks, both of who play his birthday and win the lottery. Come on! Come, I, like I can it. see that trailer. Chris Cologne is on to something. Nobody else can smell it but me. I'll read it. Thank you. I'm going to make that smelly joke. I all. know. You're trying to get me to laugh again. It worked once. <laughs> Double Jackpot is a self-published book by Chris Cologne, man. It's the first book in his comic books, heavy metal video games trilogy. Book two, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, should be coming out soon. Get all the information. Chris Cologne, like a motherfucker. I and will his totally book, read this. Double Jackpot. I'm serious. I'm going to recommend that to fucking Raskin. That's, how is that not a movie? You know what I'm saying? This could be a sexy movie. You could do an R-rated version. There could be nudie in it. And you could sell them fucking both chicks. Maybe a little penetration. Maybe a butthole shot. No butthole, no care. I would like to formally apologize to Christopher Cologne. Right no, now, sex sells. <laughs> Chris Cologne will appreciate that. He's like, thanks for throwing a few buttholes in there, man. Don't forget to check out twostrangersonepodcast.net, your one-stop resource for everything show-related. You can find links to subscribe to us on iTunes or on Stitcher. You could also find links to buy my book, Double Jackpot, on twostrangersonepodcast.net. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, and fuck you, I'm out.